0: Hey friends, welcome to the Success Money Mindset Podcast. My name is Scotty Taylor Jr. and I'm a money manifestation expert, success and finance coach, and serial entrepreneur on my way to a seven figure year and creating the life of my dreams. I am obsessed with helping you make more money, bust your limiting beliefs around money and success, and create a life you once thought was impossible. I teach you the tried and true tactical and energetic principles of success and money to help you massively up level your life. My goal in this podcast is to help you achieve the things you really desire so you can go out and change the world. Think of this podcast as a conversation with your financially savvy best friend who really wants what's best for you and challenges and encourages you with your mindset development along the way. I am so excited you're here and I have such a good feeling about this. Get ready to learn and grow on this journey together, and let's have some fun.
1: Hello, hello, everyone. It's Ashley.
0: Welcome. It's
1: Scotty. (laughs) And we are so excited to share with both of our audience. We thought it would be super fun to actually do a podcast together um, to share some really, really exciting news that people might know what we've done Or this might be completely a surprise to some people, but we wanted to share some really, really exciting
0: news. And we're going to get to that in about 20 minutes, so (laughs) stay tuned for the news as to why we're going to tell the news. So we're going to talk about five minutes about the news, and then we're going to tell you the news. Yeah, are we? Go ahead, Ashley. You can break the ice. Perfect.
1: Perfect. Well, Scott and I decided to move to...
0: Miami! Woo!
1: We are actually podcasting right now from our beautiful, beautiful condo in Miami, overlooking the ocean. Obsessed. Uh, It is so beautiful, so amazing, and one of the reasons why we want to do a podcast is explain why did both of us leave California, kind of our journey from there. We'd love to talk to you about our inspiration. Um, I definitely want you guys to hear Scott's story of Manifestation. Which I think is super powerful. And then just give you a couple of things of what's to come in the next couple months for both Scott and I. And if you guys like us recording together, maybe we do another podcast together and talk about (laughs) it. Possible.
0: See, we're speaking in Spanish now because we're in Miami.
1: Yes. So, Scotty, tell me, like, why, like, what was your journey about moving to Miami? Like, tell me. Tell I watch a lot
0: of Golden Girls, and therefore I. Are wanted, they in Miami?
1: Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, duh. how funny.
0: Okay. Um, and I wanted to be like Dorothy, so <laughs> here I am. Um, okay. So, well, I'll kind of bring it back. So, when quarantine started, I think everyone's lives really shifted a lot when quarantine started. When COVID nineteen was kind of the initial phases of it in March and April of 2020 and it was really kind of like a, a crazy time and you know with our businesses being financial advisors and and really working with clients one-on-one in person it really shifted the game for us and we're super 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 fortunate and i'm incredibly grateful for our work and the things that we do because we do get to work remotely we we can switch to virtual um, not all of our clients not everybody we know had that opportunity But we shifted to virtual pretty quickly. It's kind of something that we were like thinking about for a while. (laughs) We just kind of, you know, were thrusted into it. And so we started seeing clients via Zoom. Um, At the time I was living still in LA, I had the tiniest little studio of all time. Um, It was actually super cute and I loved it, but it was not necessarily the largest of spaces. And I think like a lot of people, I decided that I wanted some more room and I wanted some more space. Um, the energy in LA was really tough at the time when quarantine started, people were really afraid, really, really nervous, rightfully so. And the energy in LA was just like really tough because it's definitely a very vibrant city as are many of the major cities, you know, New York, Miami, Chicago. Um, and so it's, you know, one of the, one of these big hubs and it just felt like the energy was like super, super, super intense, very heavy, um, so I lasted in, in L.A. for about a month, <laughs> and then I was thinking to myself, I, I, want, a, I want a little bit of a change. Um, I need a little bit more space, um, and again, very, very fortunate. My family owns a house in um, Florida, on the, on the west side of Florida, on the Gulf side. And so I decided to, to actually just pack my pack my clothes and take a flight. I did a very safe, socially distanced flight back in the day, and this was right around when quarantine had just started. So it wasn't like super, um, people didn't really know too much about what was happening yet. Um, but they, But I definitely knew that like, I think staying in LA longer term was probably not something I wanted to do at the moment. And I wasn't like crazy in love with LA. I think LA has a lot of great things. Um, But I wasn't like, oh my gosh, I love this city so much, I need to stay. I had been there for about five years, almost four and a half years. So I actually moved to the St. Petersburg area, which is on the west side of Florida, in a retirement community, which was perfect (laughs) for me because I am actually 100 years old. Um, My soul is. (laughs) And so, um, you know, it's a house. It's, you know, a nice big open house. And so it was really kind of nice to spend some time and just have – just like a little bit of alone time. So nobody lives in the house. So I I was safe. I was by myself. I was socially distant. Um, And so I decided to move there for a little bit. And, you know, the progression of it was super interesting because once quarantine actually like really started officially and everything kind of shut down, you know, it was nice to have like my own space, my own area, especially in a warm environment. So again, very, very fortunate, very, uh, very lucky in that sense. And, um, And then, yeah, I mean, I ended up staying there for almost nine, ten months on the west side of Florida, which, if any of you know Florida that well, there's not really that much happening there. Couple (laughs) that with quarantine, where nobody can leave their house and everyone's, like, staying at home, it was, like, really, really, really quiet. (laughs) And so, as a natural-born introvert, I loved the alone time. I felt like it was the opportunity to kind of look inward, to kind of, like, find what it is that I wanted to do. Um, one thing that Ashley and I will talk about a little bit is uh, this thing called lifestyle design. So I started thinking about like, what do I wanna do in life? What what makes me happy? What do I want my day-to-day to look like? I think a lot of us are like, oh, I wanna get this job and this job will make me happy, or I wanna get more clients and that will make me happy, or I wanna make more money and that will make me happy. But all of these accomplishments that we seek are really ultimately so we can live a life that we want. So I started thinking about like, well, what kind of life do I want to live? What do I want to do on a day-to-day basis? How do I want to structure my life so that I can work towards that and create the lifestyle that I want by, me, you know, make money to support that versus try to fit my life into something that I thought I wanted to do, right? So like, for example, how many hours a day do I want to work? What time of the day do I want to wake up? How do I want to... Um, like, at what time do I want to work until? When do I work out? You know, what am I seeing? And, you know, just kind of thinking about those types of things, especially during a time when everything was so quiet and, you know, um, slow, I mean, it wasn't slow for us because when quarantine started, the stock market took a big nosedive, as I'm sure a lot of you know. Um, if you don't, then, you know, just Google S and P 500, March, 2020, and you'll see. And, um, and so, yeah, the, the stock market took a nosedive. So a lot of our clients, you know, we were really pivotal in their lives, explaining to them what was happening, preparing them for things and whatnot. And so, yeah, it was just an opportunity for me to reflect a little bit. Um, and I'll kind of tell why I ended up moving to Miami, but that was the, that was the, the path for me getting to St. Petersburg, to that area. Um, basically full on being a golden girl. I am just now a hundred years old, living my best life by myself. Um, and then, yeah, so, I mean, Ashley, tell me more about why you, what happened with you after My journey? Quarantine. Oh man.
1: Well, it's interesting. So I've lived in LA for 10 years and I moved to LA uh, right after college and I picked up and moved my stuff there and never even visited. LA at all, ever, and also only knew a couple of people in Los Angeles, a handful of people. Um, And so, you know, a couple years ago, I kind of got the itch to maybe try something new, but a big Mm. part was obviously the business side of things. I was a little worried that, you know, if we, if I were to move away, like what would happen with everything that I built? And so I was really, really afraid. So if you were to talk to me like literally the beginning of last year, like before quarantine happened. Like, beginning I w- of
0: 2020.
1: Beginning of 2020. I would have been like, there's no way in a million years I would move out of LA. Like yeah. I was just too terrified. And with quarantine, there's so much that changed in the business world. Um, good and bad. And I think a lot of people discovered that do I really want to live in LA? Is LA some is is LA, LA a place that makes me happy? Um, do I want to be here full time?
0: I think a lot of people thought about that about every city they were in. New York, yeah. you know, Chicago, San Francisco, yeah. LA.
1: And so I I just did some deep diving and deep thinking about like what do I actually want and where do I actually want to live? And so what I did is I wrote a list of everything that I wanted in a city basically. And that was being close to an airport. Um, I really wanted a place that had good food since I'm such a foodie. And I wanted a lot of culture, so people of different backgrounds and diversities and from different walks of life, I think is really important. Um, I obviously wanted to be close to family if I could. That was one thing. And obviously be close to Scott. So I was telling him that I was manifesting. <laughs> I'm
0: like, you can't manifest my life for me. I have my own life also.
1: Even though I'm trying. But actually I did manifest it because we're literally now <laughs> we're down we the, next door neighbors. Yes, we technically.
0: are. Technically.
1: Um, and so I wrote down a list of all the cities I wanted to explore. So on that list was Orange County, was San Diego. Um, was Atlanta. Um, you wanted
0: to be warm, too. I
1: wanted it to be warm. Yeah, that was really important. I thought maybe I was going to move back to Wisconsin, which is originally where I'm from. And then I spent part of winter there <laughs> last year. And I was like, yeah, no, this is just not for me. I'm so active, and I love being outside and just going for walks. And so I just felt a little lost for a little while, honestly. And... What I did was explore kind of different areas. I had the opportunity to come visit Scott in Florida. Um, I spent some time in Wisconsin. I spent some time with one of my friends in Atlanta. Um, And I really got to like envision myself living in the city. And I'm such a big person that I have to put myself in that environment. I can't Mm -hmm. just be like, oh, I need to visualize it. I actually need to go to the place and pretend that I live there, walk around, go to the coffee shops, like like, kind of like – feel that i live here and so i just my my parents actually um graciously and um they actually were able to purchase uh, a property in florida and so it was funny because my mom brought up a deal that i made with them a long time ago that if (laughs) if they i was like please move to any warm state any warm state and I promise I will follow you there just so we can be close enough to each other so then they bought a place in Florida on the west side near Scott's place and they were like okay Ash we're calling in our chips like you said you're gonna live somewhere you know and so I didn't feel connected to Florida yet until Scott and I did a business planning retreat. And if you guys follow us on Instagram or Facebook.
0: Which you should. Yes. If you don't.
1: Which we talked all about kind of, we saw posts obviously of us kind of exploring Miami. And I, both of us, fell in love with Miami. I mean, we literally were obsessed with it. It was so many great things happened that we'll get into in a little bit that it just was such a vibrant, amazing city for both of us. And I remember pulling out my list and it literally checked off every single box of what I was looking for in a city. It was fantastic. And the one thing for me is I've been in LA for 10 years. LA was amazing. I've learned a lot of lessons. I built a business there. Mm -hmm. I have the most amazing friends that I've met there. But I was just really ready for the next chapter. When I was in LA, I just didn't feel as inspired anymore. I just felt very stunted, you know, and I loved my place. But again, I've been there for five years yeah. and I just felt like there wasn't really a lot of inspiration there anymore. And I remember the last time I went back there, I was just like, this doesn't feel like the 2.0 version of myself. And so when Scott and I really, again, came back to this business trip, both of us were. I mean, just shocked how much...
0: Well, I didn't leave. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I here. I didn't come back anywhere.
1: <laughs> when we,
0: we did our business planning in Miami in January of 2021, and I was like, yeah, I'm not leaving. And, you know, again, working remotely, you can do that. But I think the... The point is that sometimes you just need an energetic shift sometimes you just need to to shake things up sometimes you just need to put yourself in an environment that's different than where you were before um something that i think about a lot is how can i massively leap and and make massive strides in my business and in my life and in my income and what I write down in my journal all the time is like, what can I do and how can I think differently to massively upscale and massively make more impact, help more people make more money? Because if you continue doing the exact same things that you're doing, you're gonna continue to produce the same results. Yep. So I think about that a lot and I think about how can you step into that next level of abundance even mm. when it seems scary?
1: Well, and I think people get stuck in a routine too. I think if you've yeah. done the same thing over and over and over again, and I think with quarantine, it kind of shook, it shook the game up a little yeah, bit, honestly. different. I think it allowed people to, first of all, be working from home, as well as being virtual and still yeah. um, being able to produce, you know, and and function as companies did. I think was, I think it just most companies, most not companies, all companies, yeah, but yeah. I think sure. it just changed a little bit of the game when quarantine when quarantine happened. And I think the b- main thing that you and I always talked about when we first got here was we connected so strongly to our intuition. Yeah. I mean, it was like crazy the amount of things that we were journaling and what, you know, feeling. And I think for me, I found like the purpose of like why I'm here. I I feel like it like... What is the
0: purpose why you're here?
1: (laughs) To be the greatest best friend to you. Oh. No. Um, No. No, I, my mission really is to inspire help and heal women's relationship with money i think that was like i love being a teacher and being um in money and helping people um with teaching about the energetics of money and their feelings and thoughts around money and i think it just it gave me a a stronger purpose i guess to being here which i think is i don't you know i think it it took us, it took me to be quiet, I guess, like during our retreat, like just take some time to actually like be quiet and be like, okay, what's actually happening in my heart instead of always being like in my head, which means like, oh, I got to figure out the how of everything, Right. you know?
0: Intuition is something that I had never really connected with before. Um, And maybe I had, I just didn't recognize it. But it's it's interesting because we spend our lives in our head. We spend so much of our time trying to predict the future, trying to plan out the present, trying to think about the past. And we're, like, just constantly criticizing and analyzing and overthinking. And I'm, like, the king of overthinking. And I'm also the king, why well, I was, Scotty 1.0 was, the king of, like, needing to know everything, needed, mm-hmm. needing to control situations, needing to, like, have the answers. I'm, like, I know what I'm doing. You know, I was, I was very coachable, and I still am very coachable, but I was very headstrong in a lot of ways of And I say this a lot, like, I was a fucking master at being busy. I was so good at being busy. I mean, yeah,
1: but you grew up in the PWC world. I mean, you grew up in like the... Well, my parents
0: and, you know, society raises us to to be busy because we think being busy is being productive um, being busy is like a badge of honor. And it's like, that It was just so eye opening when I came here and I kind of just let that go for a minute. Mm-hmm. I just allowed myself to like, think about what I want and feel into what I want and allow that to guide me more so than... Like- and how did
1: you do that? How did you like feel into it? Because I know a lot of times people are, that maybe do have a hard time
0: connecting with their intuition. How did you into your own intuition you know a big part of it is meditation Mm -hmm. so um, i highly encourage everyone to just try meditating for a little bit because you have to remove your egoic mind from the conversation entirely you have to just like let the you have to let that voice in your head be quiet and be still for a moment you can't get connected to your intuition if your ego is like constantly like you have to do this you have your you have to pick up your kids later you have to get your dry cleaning like mm-hmm. it just won't work if you're constantly like that yeah um so you need to just sometimes take time to um allow yourself to just reconnect to like your emotions and how you feel and i would say like one of the biggest things i did to to reconnect to my intuition is like let things just flow like let's just <laughs> let things just play out as they yeah. will rather than constantly trying to always figure everything out all the time and so, I mean, it sounds easier, it's easier said than done. But like basically, for example, like let's say, let's say you have to like you're gonna go pick up a coffee, right? And you have a meeting in ten minutes or what or whatnot. And let's say you go to get the coffee and you're like, okay, it should take me five minutes to get this coffee. You walk outside, you get in line, and the fucking coffee place is out the wazoo, it's so busy. Normally, all of us would be like, this sucks, this is frustrating, this is annoying, these people are in my way. <laughs> like, Sounds like me like with the, the internet. Wo- the world revolves around me, right? Because we kind of just get caught up in that of like, I had my day planned, I had my expectations, and my expectations are not being met, and therefore I'm upset, right? So therefore I have the right to be upset about that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying you, like being upset is a good or bad thing, It's it's just it just is. But for the moment, if you just drop the expectation around this coffee should have taken me five minutes and it's going to take me 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. If you just drop that, what you might do is you might open up your awareness to like maybe there's somebody in front of you in line that's like really awesome. That like maybe that was the universe's way of pushing you and guiding you towards something that was really going to work out in your favor. And so by releasing the expectation around things. And kind of just like going with the flow, so to speak, yeah. like maybe you, maybe you're late for a meeting, but like maybe the other person was late for the meeting at the same time. I think it's just like, it's just understanding that there's so much at play that's outside of your control. And the idea of like getting upset about things and trying to force something to happen in a specific way is like so incredibly insane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Why would we ever think that things had to work out a certain way when there's like so many things that are outside of our control? So I, I got more connected to my intuition when I first moved here. Um, it's really hard to describe how and and why. It just kind of started happening.
1: I think it's just, it's ta- I think that what both of us did is, was we took our, we took our foot off the gas pedal basically. We We weren't so like, when we first got here and we did our business planning retreat, we basically surrendered to what was happening around us. So like anything we kind of felt like doing anything that kind of led us to doing something, we kind of just followed that voice. And a really, really good book that we both like that we read actually after our business retreat, um, was The Surrender Experiment. So like he so kind like of goes, yeah, and he kind of goes into a little bit more about what I, like what I kind of figured out that I was doing a little bit was surrendering to the experience, basically. Like yeah. kind of what you were saying, like the coffee line is like, I don't have any control over how fast or how quick this is going. I only right. have control over my, thoughts and emotions that I'm giving to the situation. And it just literally happened to me this morning when, you know, there was a couple of meetings that I had that I literally planned out my day for and one was late and one no-showed and it's like, I just surrendered to it and i was like there's other things that i could be doing during this time and maybe this is maybe this is a really great opportunity for me to get some of the things on my to manifest list done and so i think for me at least surrendering was kind of just like allowing myself to go with the flow for the, those couple of days yeah. like you and i didn't have a really strict agenda of what we were doing and i think that both of us when we allowed ourselves to quiet kind of everything down it like brought so much. We could listen to that like little voice almost, like that people talk about all the time. Like, listen to your gut. Yeah, yeah. And like, we did a lot of journaling. Like, there was a lot of times where we just like sat yeah. down and journaled. But um, well, we
0: made time to just like not do anything. Also, like we made time to have fun. Yeah, I think play is extremely important. There wasn't like a strict agenda. We did business planning retreats before, and there was always like this like really strict agenda that I would create because I wanted to, it to be productive and and intentional. Yeah, right. So like we would create the this agenda. And we're like, okay, we're gonna do this at this time, and this is this time, and this and this time. <laughs> and in my mind, I was like, oh, this is great because we're being hyper productive. But like, we weren't giving ourselves any time to like actually be like, wait a minute, are these things even important? Yeah. Are these things even relevant and necessary? Yeah. Or are we creating additional work because we think we need to create more work? Yeah. You know, like that's such a massive thing that so many of us do. We feel the need to like, do more than what's probably necessary because our ego needs to be placated and, and we need to feel like, like righteous or, or whatever it is. And it's like, most of the time, like, we're just kind of like, I don't, I I mean, our coach says this, this is probably like, not like super kosher, but he calls it like mental masturbation.
1: (laughs) Oh my God.
0: (laughs) Rated
1: R on our channels now. <laughs> we have to put but the it's... little E now on it.
0: <laughs> I mean, I've already been cursing, so oh. fuck that. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm never not gonna be that no. Good person. No, I know. The, um, but it's I mean it's it's like kind of like a slightly vulgar way of saying it, but like mental masturbation is like I'm so good. I'm like doing all these great things, and it's like just like let it go, <laughs> like just let all that stuff go. And allow yourself to just like be more in the present moment. Allow things to flow. Um, well, because we got more inspiration of what we were, where we
1: wanted to take our business than yeah. that strict agenda, which was all head stuff instead of heart stuff. Like, right. what do we really care about? And the biggest thing that we did was we really figured out like what do we want our lives to look like in the next couple of years? Like, what yeah. what are we building? Why are we doing all this stuff? Why are we working so hard? You know, and I think taking some time away to be like, what does a, an ideal day look like? Because I know a lot of times in our in our business, um, people talk about like the ideal schedule, right? Like, yeah. how many meetings do you have a day? How many people do you see? Um, again, if you're like, how many? Um,
0: That's like a, an ideal work schedule. Work
1: schedule, and yeah. if we wanted
0: an ideal life schedule, yeah. So like you know work personal everything exactly
1: which i think is very different than what a lot of people do though because they kind of go into like what's your ideal schedule in terms of work
0: but it's also not so there's a there's a slight difference the way that i would think about it is that it's the what do you how do you want to feel every day and not necessarily what activities are going to get you the maximum result what do you want to do every day yeah so for example if you're thinking to yourself I really don't like grocery shopping as an example. But like you have to grocery shop, right? You just like need to get groceries or what. I'm just making up an example. But like an example of that <coughs> would be like stop putting grocery shopping in your calendar. <laughs> just have it delivered or delegate it to somebody else. So, you know, in our in business form, it might be like, "Well, I have to have seven meetings a day," right? But like in reality, do you want how many meetings do you want to have like what would make you inspire what would make you excited do you want to spend like three hours writing a book in the morning like what what revs you mm-hmm. up versus what's going to produce maximum result because when you try to think about what's going to produce maximum result you kind of like end up it's, a, it's very counterintuitive you end up con- trying to control things and then you don't see the results that you want mm-hmm. so if you just focus more so on the things that you enjoy doing and the things that actually bring you joy not to say that there's not like shit that happens <laughs> that you have to do anyway, but if you focus on like how do I want to feel, and I can even share what my ideal day is, then like that process leads to so much more expansion and opportunities because you're following more of your heart and what you want, yeah, and less about what you think is like the right way of doing things. Exactly.
1: When I think for the last 10 years, for me, I always was like the ideal day schedule from a work perspective. I never actually looked at it as like, what do I actually like want to do on a day-to-day basis, personal and business, both in one day. Right. So that was really fun to even, actually, I think we did this like, we I did it one time, but... 'Cause I remember you sent it to me when you were living overseas because you were like, What does your ten year vision look like? You literally start from the morning, like, what does your yeah. bed sheets look like and stuff? But I never did it as like, what do I want right now? I always was like, Oh, in the future, in ten years from now, in ten yeah. years from now, like when I have
0: four billion dollars in the bank. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly.
1: And so it was really nice to Pull back a little bit and slow down and be like, what am I? What do I actually want to do on a day to day basis? Like, from the perspective of like, what time do I want to wake up? What do I want to focus on? Like, am I a morning person? Do I like working at night? Like, do I like a leisurely morning? Do I like to work out in the morning? And I think that was like so important because, as you talked about in the beginning, is like lifestyle design, right? Like, building a life that we're super excited for now instead of fitting. I think I'm going to say this wrong.
0: Instead of doing a lot of work and then trying to fit your life into that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so interesting because I think if anybody's listening to this and they're like, yeah, you can do that because X, Y, and Z, like this is it, this, but this won't work for me. What I, what I tell my clients, my coaching clients all the time. And I say in my course, my money course, and I, we say in EYM, our, our joint course is constant. like, but why not you? Like, look at it more objectively versus kind of like this knee-jerk reaction of, yeah, but that won't work for me. Because the ability and the willingness to see things differently is massively, massively, massively impactful. Like, if you think about any of the people that have made really substantial, massive progress in this world... It's because they allow themselves to see things differently. Things that were once impossible are now possible. Yeah. Like having a phone, having a computer, having the <laughs> iPhone, having like, I don't know, iced coffee. Like it's all because people thought of things differently, yeah. right? That's invention. Yeah. And so it, it it seemed like for me a couple of years ago, if somebody would have been like, oh, you know, do lifestyle design. I'd be like, no, no, no. I have to just put my head down and work <laughs> and just get shit done. And then in five years, let me think about that. But like. There's always another level that you can get to before you quote unquote take a break or take your foot off the gas. And I'll tell you, you know, when I was making $100,000 a year, I thought when I was making 250, I would take my foot off the gas. I would I made 250 a couple of years ago and I'm my foot's still not off the gas, right? <laughs> and like there's not like there's any income threshold where like if I make a million dollars this year, I'm going to be like okay, done, right? Yeah. Cuz things just there's always more, there's always expansion, there's always growth. And it's just, it's just important that if you're, if you feel like this, like, because I used to be like this a lot where if somebody would say something like a, like some type of like celebrity or some type, I'm not comparing myself to a celebrity, but if there was some type <laughs> of celebrity sure? <laughs> or influencer or like coach that was like, take your time and think about things. I'm like, I can't fucking think about things. I have to do all this stuff. I got to go. I got to go. And I was very reluctant. I was very resistant to that type of thinking. And I will tell you now I'm the exact same person. I'm massively, massively, massively more productive, more efficient, and I make a shit ton more money now doing things this way. And the kicker, I have, like, way more fun doing it this way. It's just so much better, and I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, you can do it also.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so we're just really excited to be here in Miami. Honestly, there's just so much exciting thing that we are excited Traveled to experience back. Oh, gotcha. you have a great voice um but yeah i think i think we loved la la was such a great chapter for both of us um you know i think that like I said, it was a wonderful, wonderful time for both of us. I think it was fun that we lived in the same, like, that was, like, the first city that we lived in since Italy, which was I'm so fun. I'm super
0: grateful for all my yeah. experiences everywhere I lived. You know, I was in New Jersey, then New York, then Columbia, then all throughout Central America, yeah. then LA, now Florida, now Miami. I mean, the, the differences, the growth, the experiences, all of it is amazing. Yeah. You know, there's... I would never I would never be like, "Oh, I regretted that or no. I'm sad about that, because everything adds up for my benefit. That's my belief. Yeah. that's my understanding. That's what I choose. To recognize and allow into my life, like everything's adding up in my benefits. So yep. all of the experiences in LA, while I have like absolutely no desire to go back, <laughs> I'm okay. sorry to all my friends in LA. I love you guys. but Come visit. Um, yeah, come visit Miami because LA is just not the vibe of the moment for me. Yeah. Um, but well, not to say that LA is a bad place at all.
1: And honestly, I miss the city. I think the one thing I love so much about Miami is everything's in walking distance. Like well, we're can- in Brickell yeah so every like we can walk everywhere, everything's super close. Um, what I love the most is the more the community sense here. like there's more of like people at the coffee shops know our names when we go into there, I like we order
0: three coffees a day. Well,
1: yeah that every too. Day. But I just, you know, I, I think that the biggest thing for me when I was looking for something is I just wanted a little bit more of that sense of community in one place where people maybe go and spend a little bit more time. And where I lived in Brentwood in Los Angeles, you know, I really could only walk down that little area, that little piece, you know. everyone
0: drives there all Everyone the
1: drives, Quite yeah. A people
0: like
1: that. Yep. And so now you know, being in Miami, I'm just really excited to explore being able to walk, cause I've never lived in a city where you could walk like that. And mm. when I moved yeah. to LA the first time, I thought LA was New York, but warmer, honestly. Oh, wow. So <laughs> I remember when I was driving with my dad in, we passed downtown LA and we were going up to the valley cause I lived in the valley when I first got to LA. And I was like, wait, why are we passing the city? <laughs> and then I realized no one lives in downtown Los Angeles 10 years ago. That's so now I'm excited to be in a city that is more, it feels like New York a little bit. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I've never lived does. there. I, well, I only lived there that summer, but.
0: Mm, yeah. Parts of it feel like New York. New York is a very unique city.
1: Yeah. But it feels, I, I guess it feels like New York because it's very walkable.
0: You can get in to a lot of places. What? In this area. I just wish there was public transportation here, but I guess there will be soon. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Miami's like the Miami's the vibe. But I guess the, the point is that any city can be the vibe for you. Any city can do what you want it to do. Yeah. Just follow kind of like what you want to feel, how you want to show up, and set the intention for what you want out of your next venture or your next experience or your next apartment or your next – Place or whatever yeah. it is, just set the intention for what you want and become clear and don't hold on to the expectation like, as if it has to happen that way. Oh, just allow yeah. things to go. So when you show up, you set the intention because if you don't set an intention, then you're just kind of like letting the world dictate how you how you will feel versus saying, I want to feel joyful and excited and motivated and yeah. happy. And these are the this is how I'm gonna show up, and this is gonna be a great city, I'm gonna enjoy everything about it and you set those intentions and it's not like this like blind optimism you're just setting the intention so that when you show up you can allow the law of attraction and your reticular activating system which is the part of your brain that helps you confirm things that you believe it helps you just identify the situations and all of a sudden things are like wow this is a great city I am meeting great people I am enjoying myself it's just setting your intention and being being conscious rather than just kind of like going through life unconsciously which is what you know i did for many 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 years and i still do sometimes but i'm just more aware of it now yeah once you wake up it's kind of harder to go back to sleep
1: well and i i felt that way when i thought at first i maybe wanted to move to like sarasota area like my my mom was really really wanting me to move to sarasota and i just didn't feel a connection there like i didn't feel it it wasn't
0: that's because there's nobody under the age of 50.
1: (laughs) True. But, like, everyone has their own journey, you know? And this is, like, the reason why I wanted to do this podcast with you is that I wanted to share our journey, our, like, why did we choose to move out of L.A. um, to a different city, you know, what was our experience, those sort of things. And so I think that if you were to ask any of us how we got here, like, basically, like, if you ever were to tell us, like a couple months ago that we would end up here, we probably wouldn't believe them. I would like,
0: hell no, Miami sucks. <laughs> yeah,
1: like, the how, you don't need to worry about, like, what Scott was saying, the how. Like, feel into the motions of what you want in a city. That's what I did. Like, I wrote down what I wanted. Maybe go experience safely some cities um, that you want to experience. And, and then again, like what Scott was saying is, like, what do you want to feel? How do you want to feel um, in your new city if that is something, if you are looking for the next thing, the next chapter of your life? Because this we is basically
0: are basically a giant podcast to get everyone to come to Miami. So we have all of our friends here.
1: Yeah, this is our, this is us manifesting BSI. all of our, all of our great friends to, to come here <laughs> and to move here. So, but yeah, I think, um, I think that's what we wanted to share with
0: everyone. Come visit us in Miami.
1: I know we're excited. So thank you all for listening to our amazing, amazing podcast. Um, if you want to go follow Scott on Instagram, which you should, he is, his handle Scotty is Scotty
0: Taylor Jr. with an IE at Scotty Taylor Jr.
1: Perfect. And you can go look through all of his stuff. He has a money course. We both have a joint course together that are for like entrepreneurs. And um, like real estate agents, solopreneurs, hairstylists, solopreneurs, service entrepreneurs
0: yep. to help build your business,
1: yep. all that good stuff. And then he also has private coaching, mm-hmm. so definitely check him out. Um, obviously, he's been my best friend for a very long time, so I wouldn't be promoting him if he wasn't amazing.
0: I paid her under the table just now. Yeah,
1: 100 bucks.
0: And Ashley is available on the IGs. At
1: Ashley A. Horn.
0: That's A-S-H-L-E-Y.
1: A-H-O-R-N-E.
0: And what else?
1: Oh, um, I am also working on a money course too that will be geared towards women that is coming out at the end of April, beginning of May.
0: 2021.
1: (laughs) Yes, 2021. (laughs) And then...
0: No, I mean, somebody might listen to this next year. Oh yeah,
1: good point. Okay. Okay. And then, new podcaster here. And then um, I also do private coaching, and uh, we both do group coaching. Which we
0: probably won't do forever, so if you're listening to this, this is a TBD.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, people will know. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. So, obviously, check me out. We're on all socials. So, obviously, we're on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. So, obviously, come follow our journey along um, if you guys want to see um, how all these adventures unfold um, in the next couple months.
0: We appreciate you. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you found it really helpful. If you did, I'd love for you to leave a review on iTunes so I can keep putting out great content. If we're not yet connected on the socials, I'd love to meet you. You can find me on Instagram at ScottyTaylorJr and drop me a DM if you want to chat or check out my website, ScottyTaylorJr.com for more inspirational content, blog posts, and other freebies. I love you, friends, and I can't wait to see you in the next episode. Remember, you're a badass and you deserve the life of your dreams.